Welcome, everybody. This is Holly with Indie Squad Podcast, and I am so excited for today. I have in the studio with me Sean Witzel, who is the director of a play going on right now, I believe, Dutchman, by the Monument Theater Company here in Indianapolis. So, uh, Sean, I'm going to brag just a little bit about him. I'm going to cover a little bit of his bio, but really I want him to tell you he is an actor, a writer, a director, producer, casting director for stage and screen. And I'm not really sure when he sleeps. We're going to ask him that in a few <laughs> minutes. Uh, he's the founder of the Destiny Theater Experience, and he has written, produced, directed a whole host of theatrical works. And so we're going to talk to him today about his history with theater and kind of his approach, because I know it's really interesting. It's He is not about putting fluff on the stage, and I want to talk a little bit about that. We want to talk about the Monument Theater Company. This is their inaugural season, so they've got a lot of exciting things going on. And of course, we want to touch on Dutchman, which is going on now and, and really a powerful play. So, Sean, welcome so much to our studio. We're so excited to have you. Thank you for having me. Oh, honor. absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, let's dig in first, Sean, to your background. Uh, you know, I read your bio, uh, and as I joked with you a few minutes ago, I'm really not sure when you sleep. And uh, <laughs> I, in my first read, I thought you might be 100 with all the things that you've done. So can you tell us a little bit about your background, some of the things that you're doing, both, you know, stage, screen, and off stage and screen? Yeah, sure. So uh, background, I'm um, kind of an artsy kid from Kentucky. I, I currently live in Nashville, Tennessee. I went to college in this, well, right outside of Nashville. Okay. And so, yeah, I've always been into the arts, always loved being on stage, and I love writing. I felt really, feel the most connected to writing, I think, out of everything that I do. But I just always envision myself on stage, and I tried to do as much of it in my childhood, whether that be at school or church or in the community. And um, so when I transitioned into adulthood, I just continued doing what I did and I just formalized things a little more by creating a theater company. And so I work through my theater company, which is going to be, we started in 2007. Okay. And so, and so, but I work with a number of other theater companies in this area as well. I'm on a board of two of them and then I act and direct for other companies. So. And I try, and I'm a community person, so I'm very much into um, activism and community service and things of that nature. So I try to use my art as a way to kind of uh, fuel those passions as well. So bring in. So I want to touch on that a little bit, Sean, because I, you know, I read, first of all, when I read the description of the play Dutchman, clearly there are some social issues that are covered in that play. And so there, you know, automatically you know there's something that attracted you to that as a director but when I look back in your bio and I look at songs for our sons never been home beyond loose ties unsheltered all of those things there are social issues throughout so clearly that's something that's important to you obviously you're passionate about putting it on stage so talk to me a little bit more about that and, and using that as a vehicle for getting the message out sure yeah i just always been someone who is very focused on serving my community in every, any way that i can and being that the arts is a passion of mine that i felt compelled to combine the two so I've dealt with issues of like sexual assault, domestic violence, HIV, police shootings, 
a number of things. And just to bring, because I feel like the world, we need to be talking about these things. And so when you put them out in a way that is engaging and compelling and riveting, you give people something to watch, something to think about, something to drive home and talk to about with whoever they came with. And you can ultimately motivate people to act because a lot of times people, after they leave my shows, they tell me, oh, I'm going to go and do something or, you know, and people join organizations or they join initiatives. And to me, that's really, really important to me that people don't just come and watch a show and then go home and say, oh, that was good. And then leave. And that's it, that they are inspired to do something more. That's amazing. So do you ever direct people, you know, and guide them in any particular direction? Or do you just let that manifest in, in whatever organic way uh, as a result of, of one of your productions, you know, that that comes out? Yeah, it just, it just depends. Uh, sometimes people come to see the show and I don't necessarily push them in any direction of what to do next or where to go, but unless someone asks me, but then sometimes we have partnerships with organizations that are doing work. So they have maybe a booth set up in the lobby or they have some information in our program or we do some type of community service during the day before the show that night. So I've had a number of ways that I've approached it. So it just kind of depends from show to show. Nice, nice. So let's talk a little bit about Monument Theater Company and Indianapolis. What, you know, you're, you're a Kentucky boy, you're living in Nashville. What brings you to Indianapolis? And tell us about the Monument Theater Company and how that all got started, because it's got a really interesting history of why these particular group of folks gathered together. Yeah, so I had never been to Indianapolis until the day after Christmas, <laughs> this past Christmas. <laughs> wow. And I, and I went I went, yeah, I went with someone to drop uh, his mother off. Okay. Um, so that was my first time in Indianapolis. And so we hadn't started rehearsing for Dutchman just yet. It was just a few weeks before. But Dutchman has been kind of on the table since 2018. And so I knew it was coming up. And uh, I really didn't get to spend any time in Indianapolis until like a week and a half ago when I first went there. It came about, I was directing a two-person show for a friend of mine named David Ian Lee, who has a theater company called Pipeline Collective here in Nashville. Mm -hmm. And we kind of took an unconventional approach to that play because it's only two people. It's a pretty short play, it's a one act. We did it in in an intimate black box theater. And so we didn't have a traditional rehearsal schedule. It was kind of like we rehearsed once a week and then we did kind of an intense less than two week everyday process that led us up into the show. And it worked out perfectly um, because the actors were doing their own due diligence on their own. And so from what I understand is that Monument, they have a relationship with David Ian Lee and he mentioned my name as someone who could direct Dutchman. And just using kind of the unconventional model, I think that was attractive to them. And so we talked, and um, it was something that both parties wanted to move forward with. I like the idea of being able to do Skype rehearsals, which is what we did for several weeks, getting the actors uh, used to the material. They had time to learn their lines before we got together. And we spent a great deal of time really, really unpacking the, the play because it's a lot of symbolism, metaphors, it's themes and stuff that are necessary to unpack in order sure. to be able to deliver it to the audience. So sure. yeah. 
So in my reading, you know, one of the things that came up with for me about Monument was that, you know, the group came together as a group that was overworked, not enough sleep, and not really getting the satisfaction out of the work they were doing. Do you find, since you've been working with them on Dutchman, that they are getting more of a sense of satisfaction through a piece that has so much to say? I definitely feel that way. I, I really admire what they've done because it reminds me, um, they're a little younger than I am, but it reminds me of me and my friends when, here in Nashville and we decided that there weren't a, not, a, not enough opportunities for actors, uh, Black actors or other actors of color, and we wanted to create more spaces for us to just get together and just experience the art and do what it is that we love. So for them to take the lead and decide that they want to do something to, to do the work that they, they're passionate about, I really appreciate that, and it's relatable to me. And so I feel like just through the work that we've done, I feel like there's been a great deal of satisfaction on their end. I know there certainly has been that on my end. And um, just in the talk back that we had on Sunday, to hear the audience unpack this like really rich, complicated text and to get the type of feedback nobody left. You know, sometimes after shows, people don't want to stay and talk about it, but people stayed to talk about it. And we wrestled with the things that this play put in front of us. And, I, and to me, that sounds exactly like what Monument wants to do. They want to have those conversations. They want to do daring work and brave work. And I think that they're, they're accomplishing that. Nice. So let's talk a little bit about Dutchman itself and the work, because I know our listeners are probably curious by now because we've talked, we've talked around it, talking about, you know, that it's heavy stuff and, you know, it's deep. So I don't know much. I know Dutchman was written by Amiri Baraka, Mm -hmm. and I know that he has a whole host of, of credits to his name. Mm -hmm. And, and I know that this is not a, a huge cast play. Uh, there are two main characters, and I think there's one other character who's just young man, if I'm right. And and so there's, but the material itself, you mentioned symbolism. So why don't you kind of give us the the high level, what people can expect from Dutchman? Sure. So Dutchman was written by Amiri Baraka in 1964. Um, at the time, his name was Leroy Jones. He um, is a was a man on kind of a spiritual, political journey in his life. And so uh, he changed his names a, a couple of times to honor what, where he was in his life at that time. So he wrote this piece. It's a one-act play that he wrote in one night in 1964. Wow. And it, it, it quickly went to Broadway after that. So that says a lot about the piece. Absolutely. But I'll try not to spoil anything. It's, um, it's a man and a woman. And technically the play has two main characters, as you mentioned. There is a conductor and a young man. Our production okay. doesn't have the conductor in it. The conductor and the young man each have one line in it apiece. For some so, sort of like practical logistical reasons, we didn't end up with having the conductor. And um, the play also has, it's scripted to have people on this train with them who are like getting on and getting off. We kind of took some artistic liberty there and we treated the audience as the passengers. Fellow oh, how passengers. interesting. Yeah, yeah, that, that was... That was something that I really wanted to do at the beginning. So I wanted everyone to feel like they were on this train with these characters. So that was something that from the very beginning, I knew that I wanted. And 
when we weren't able to get kind of the extras who to, to be on the train with us, it was okay because we still had that audience as those as those extras in our mind. So we definitely use the audience. Nice. But uh, it's a man and a woman. He's a black man. She's a white woman. And they get on, they end up on this train together sitting beside each other. And they go on a roller coaster ride of emotions and ideas and confusion and <laughs> debate and lust. And she is very, I don't know how to describe her. She's kind of uh, all over the place. And she kind of pushes him in a lot of different ways. And you can never put your finger on what she's going to say or do next. Very unpredictable, and, it sounds like. Yeah, she's extremely unpredictable. So they do this dance through the whole play. She kind of serves as a metaphor of race relations in America. And, you know, especially thinking about it being written in 1964. Well, and I was just going to say something about that. So here you have a piece written in 1964. And if I didn't know that, I would have thought it was written yesterday because yeah. it's so relevant. And I'm really kind of appalled at that, that something in the 1964 is still relevant today for that reason. That That's a sad commentary about our country. And I know we could go on and on and uh, about that subject. You know, so interesting that you've got two main actors here on the stage that are really taking everybody through these emotions. And then as you, you had a, this performance with a conversation afterwards, what kind of feedback did you get from the audience? Well, it was interesting because <laughs> Dutchman is such an unconventional and very artsy piece that our Friday night audience, I think they just sat there like when the lights came up for them to leave <laughs> or to at least start mingling people were just set sitting there frozen like nobody moved and i was just like uh this is awkward <laughs> but that i mean i feel like that was a good sign that people were just kind of like still processing what it was that they had seen and sure. then on sunday when we did the talk back we had a lot of people talked about how powerful it was but they wanted to talk about like the symbolism. There's an apple in it. So there's like reference to Adam and Eve, mm -hmm. you know, offers him an apple. So people wanted to discuss those things. And just like you said, race relations in America and how, and how even though um, that's the play was written decades ago, there's so much about it that's relevant today. So we talked about those things that are still things that we need to, to work on in our country. So the feedback was great. People had a lot to say and so many different perspectives. It was interesting to hear some of the ideas that we hadn't even thought of people were getting from it. So we were learning in the process as well. So uh, who is the ideal audience for this piece? You know, if I'm, if I'm going out and, and telling people in Indianapolis, who's, who's got to go see this? Who, without a doubt, has to show up and see this before it's done? Well, you know what? Somebody said, when we were talking, somebody said, well, I guess that's like preaching to the choir because we're, we're kind of the choir, you know, we're all here. And I said, well, but the choir needs to hear the word too. The choir mm -hmm. needs to hear the message too. So we can't say, oh, because we've all decided to come see this play that we're, we're all so evolved or we're all so uh, conscious or aware. Like there's stuff in this piece that we have to, that we still have to like unpack and wrestle with and think about ourselves because even though there are well-intentioned people in the world we got to think about how in what ways we're complicit to these issues that we 
our battle. That's a great so, perspective. Yeah. So I think everybody needs to see this play. I think I think black people need to see the play because it speaks to their experience. I think white people need to see the play because it can show them what the experience is like for us. And I think there's other people of color who need to see it. I, I just think it's for everybody. And I know that sounds like a very basic general answer, but race is something that affects us all no matter where we are on the spectrum or how it affects us, it affects us all. And we all have to live in this world together. So until we get to the point where we're, where we're done with racism um, and we have a long way to go for that. Um, we do. I feel like we all need to be looking at pieces like this and talking about them. And I, and I think you're right. I think that as long as we continue to have conversation and, and allow that conversation to develop into actions and, and moving forward to the better good. I, you know, I think that however long it takes, as long as we keep doing those things, then, you know, we're doing the right things. So, all right. So tell me about when and where people can go see this because I don't want folks to miss it. So I was glad we were getting on the line today to be able to let people know when and where to go. Certainly. So the show is this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and I don't want to mess up the dates. Okay. <laughs> Whatever those dates are. Friday and Saturday at 7.30, Sunday at 4 p.m. Indie Convergence. Oh, I love that space. Yeah, yeah, Indie Convergence. Um, this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. 21st, 21st 22nd, and 23rd? 23rd. Yeah, all right. Perfect, great. perfect. Yeah, at Indie Convergence. Yeah, it's a great little, like, art gallery space. Mm-hmm. I was happy that we were in kind of a non-traditional theater space. So that was cool. Yeah. I think people are going to really enjoy not just the space, but the performance, the the entire experience. Awesome. Well, so you guys, if you aren't aware, you can go get your tickets at monumenttheatercompany.com. If you go to forward slash Dutchman, that'll take you to information just about Dutchman and the show times. And then there's a button on there to click for tickets. I highly, highly recommend you go see it. I am coming out this weekend to see it as well. I didn't get a chance to catch it when you guys first started. So I was really, excited to be able to get my tickets for the upcoming weekend so uh, I will uh, be sure to give you a wave I'm not exactly sure if I'll even be there I may come to the Friday night performance and that's kind of up in the air right now okay I definitely definitely won't be there for Saturday and Sunday okay uh, because I have other business here in Nashville ah well we will have to catch you another time Well, Sean, I am, again, really, really excited about the work that you're doing here in Indianapolis for us and, and, and glad that we were able to pull you away from Nashville to help put on this production. I'm excited about the future of Monument Theater Company and what they're trying to do. And, and I think that we need more artists out there putting out the different messages that need to be heard because there's so many things that we as a country and as a global society need to work on. I hope that you will let us know when you're in town next and, yes, uh, yes. and, and let us know, keep us up to date on what you're working on. We are probably going to have a Nashville squad uh, podcast here in the near future. So I'm awesome. sure you'll be hearing from me soon <laughs> on that. That's and uh, again, best of luck to, to everybody uh, to you and everybody at Monument, and we're thank looking you. forward to seeing it this weekend. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me, and thank you for the well wishes. And I hope uh, to get back to Indianapolis soon. I had a great time. Absolutely. And I hope to do it again. Absolutely. Well, let us know, and uh, we'll have to we'll have to toast you when you come next time. Okay. 
Well, thank right. you very much. Have Thanks, a great Sean. You right, too. Bye-bye. So there you have it, everybody. This is Holly. I'm signing off for Indie Squad Podcast. Don't forget to catch Dutchman, brought to you by Monument Theater Company. And again, that's taking place this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 21st, 22nd, 23rd. That's going to be at Indie Convergence. And if you're not sure where that's located, it's at 2611 West Michigan Street in Indianapolis. Go to monumenttheatercompany.com to get your tickets and find out more about their season. Thanks again for joining us. We're so excited we got to have Sean on today. Best of luck to everybody over at Monument Theater Company for their upcoming performance. Be sure to tell your friends and, and let's pack the house and show them our support. Until next time, this is Holly signing off.